Today, on Commitment to Truth. Believe it or not, as a follower of Jesus Christ, a warrior might not necessarily mean you're going on a physical battle to fight a physical war, but you are living in a battle that is not a flesh and blood every single day of your life. And there's lions, tigers, and bears. Matter of fact, the scriptures clearly said that Satan himself prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we continue a series titled, I'm Skilled. Throughout our lives, whether we were following the Lord or not, each one of us has gained a set of skills in various areas of our lives. You may think that these skills were only in service to yourself or to a boss and are of no use to God, but you would be wrong. Each skill you have gained can be used in service to Him, no matter where you are. This week, Pastor Cedric Brown will continue to teach us how King David learned many skills while he was in the field as a shepherd. He learned how to be a warrior as he learned to be a shepherd. And through this, he learned how to have confidence in God while in battle. Similarly, we can learn through our battles to depend on the reliability of God's Word and provision. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. Listen to what David wrote in Psalm 19, verses 7 through 10. The law of the Lord is perfect. The Word of God is perfect. Restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. Making the wise simple. The precepts of the Lord are right. Rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Enlightening the eyes. Now now it shifts to the Lord. Listen to what it says. The fear of the Lord. In other words, the respect of the Lord. The reliance upon the Lord. The supremacy of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold, yes, than pure gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings from the honeycomb. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how powerful a person can ever be. There's not enough money. There's not enough wisdom. There's not enough power on this earth that can outpace the authority of God's word and the supremacy of a holy, righteous, just, powerful, all-knowing God. He's tested. And it fills, we cultivate this confidence. It confirms the, uh, what is reliable, and, the, and God is reliable. His word is reliable, right, in the midst of the battle. And thirdly, we find in verses 41 through 44 in, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, is that the fills helps 
cultivate self-control. You ever wonder why you are stuck in a situation? You ever wonder why something just never changes? Well, I, I personally have experienced, and I, and I, when I read the text, the scriptures, chances are it, God is waiting for our hearts to change before the circumstance to change. And one thing that is connected to the heart is what we say, which ultimately leads to what we do. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You ever hear someone say things like this? Well, I didn't really mean to say that. <laughs> yes, you did. You know, I, I didn't really want to know. It's, it was really what was in your heart, but it just kind of leaked out. And, and, and because it's really what God is trying to drill down to. And what you see in verse 43, this taunting that uh, Goliath begins to impose on David he says, the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. This word curse means this. It means to slight or to make you trivial. In other words, to put David down. So can I ask you a question to evaluate your own heart today? When you are being put down, how do you normally respond? You follow me? Most people, if they have any personal wherewithal, they are going to say something back or going to do something in response to what you just said to me. Right? It's either or. You're going to boop, 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 say something back sharp or you're going to do something Physically, either attack physically or retreat or make some kind of gesture of response because someone has debased you, put you down, embarrassed you, etc., etc., etc. David had every right to say, Oh, okay, you calling me out right now? Okay, let me tell you something real quick. Matter of fact, I'm a I'm a master of words. You know how many psalms I'm gonna write in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Right? You know, do you know I've got great, you know, uh, creativeness in, 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 in what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling right now? And he could have easily just came back with some witty words. Because you see colorful words that David uses. He could have even attacked him prematurely. But David exercised self-control, which was cultivated in the field. I believe Psalm 141, verses 1 through 4, which David wrote, gives us a glimpse of David's desire for self-control. He didn't exercise it all the time, which we don't. But this was his desire. Listen to what it says. Verse 1, Lord, I call on you. Hurry to me. <laughs> what shows you? Come on, David. What, how are you going to hurry God? But David was very candid. So he says, hurry to me. Listen to my voice when I call to you, exclamation point. Hurry, what? But it says this, may my prayer be counted as an instance before you. And that's the beautiful uh, writing of David. 
he expresses how he really feels, but then he's like, okay, let me now recoil and get things back in perspective. May my prayer be counted as incense before you, the raising of my hands as the evening offering. Listen to his request in verse 13. Set a guard, Lord, over my mouth. How many of us need to pray that? Keep watch over the doors of my lips. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing to practice deeds of wickedness with people who do wrong. And may I not taste their delicacies. What you find here is this. This is what I see, and maybe you can understand what I'm about to say. When you're in the fields of life, it's almost like God slows things down. Synonymous with David being out in the open field under starlit skies, Synonymous, if you've ever been in the mountains or, you know, inhaling the ocean breeze, things kind of like slow down. And I believe that's what God does in life. He wants us to slow down and find his pace. No matter how confusing, no matter how frustrating, no matter how uncomfortable it is, he wants us to slow our roll and learn to how to be in pace with him. And what you'll find is that when we learn that skill, when we learn in the midst of it all to slow down on the inside, what it begins to do is help us harness our emotions. But most of the time, we all struggle with that, right? But what David clearly began to underscore in his life was that, you know, out in these fields, out and doing all, you know, following the sheep in the pasture, he learned how to just slow life down. Learn how to breathe. Learn how to trust God and follow his pace, which comes in handy in a battlefield. Because on the battlefield, the difficulty will always be what I outpace God or will I stay in sync and in step with God? What I attack before God says attack. I retreat when God says retreat. You follow me? What I be in step with God is learned in the field. Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Question after question stirs within the mind of every business person, each one possessing the potential to sear the most well-intentioned conscience. Thus, a simple tool is needed to help you navigate through those difficult decisions those required moves that could affect the outcome of not only your career or someone else's career, but the lives of entire families. We're talking generations. My Daily Business. You can purchase this book and others by Cedric Brown at cedricbrown.com. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. 
We now return for the second half of our message. Lastly, verses 45 through 47, again, 1 Samuel chapter 17. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. This day, the Lord will deliver you up into my hands and I will strike you down and remove your head from you. <laughs> I will give the dead your bodies, uh, your, uh, your dead, I will give the dead bodies of the armies of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and that all this assembly may know that the Lord does not deliver by sword or by swear, sphere, but the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands, period. Lastly, what David apparently learned in the field when he was fighting lions and bears is that he is to never, ever, ever claim God's fame. And, and you'll find that many times in the body of Christ. The temptation will always be when God starts giving you wins on the battlefield. It'll be, hey, look what I did. Look what my ministry, look what my efforts, look what. But it's so important to, to learn while we're in the fields fighting lions and bears and nobody sees us, and God gives us those wins when nobody's around, that the way we respond to God there is the way we respond to successes when it becomes public. And that's why he says, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. The word name means this. I come to you in the fame, what specifically identifies a person. In other words, I come to you in the name of I am who I am. Nobody else's name, but I am who I am. Verse 46 says, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. The word deliver means he will stop you. He will deliver someone over to me. That God will be the one who does what? Stops you, not me. Yes, I'm throwing the rock. Yes, I've picked out five smooth, smooth stones, but God is going to be the one who stops you. Then you see also in verse 46 is that it says that all the earth may know. And this is this is so beautiful. It says the word know means this, that all the world may learn to be aware of, to experience, to confess and to consider the God of Israel. It also goes on to mean to remember the God of Israel. And all these generations later, guess who's remembering who won the battle? It also means this, to know relationally. So because you and I would choose to not rob God of any of his fame, people would know him relationally. People would get to know him. And lastly... It means to know for certain. And let me, let me say this, church. Here's the challenge. 
We're living in a day right now that people just don't know for certain that God is real. But when we enter our battles and he allows us to be successful and we don't remove the fame that's due his name, people will begin to know with certainty that the God we serve is the God that they shall also serve. Amen. Amen. Let me end with this verse. In Psalm 145, verses 1 through 6, it says, I would exalt you, my God, the King. I will bless your name forever. Every day I will bless you and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. One generation will praise your works to another and will declare your mighty acts on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. I will meditate. People will speak of the power of your awesome acts and will tell of your greatness. That's what it's all about, church. When he calls us in the field, he ultimately gives us this opportunity to serve him creatively. But we must become men and women who has this unnegotiable confidence in God. That when you're facing the giants, when you're facing your lions and your bears, that there is confidence that is unwavering in God and not in yourself and not in any other created being. That you only stick with what has been proven to be reliable. That is the authority of God's word. and a holy, righteous God. Amen? Amen. That we, we, and in this, that we become men and women who are not egged on by the enemy, right? The enemy would try to jab you and, and coerce you and I to react and respond. We men and women who are, who are, who are of self-control because we know the battle's not ours. It's for him to fight. There's no need to react. There's no need to, need to say something or do something. Give God time. And at the end of the day, never claim the fame that's due a holy God. Let's pray. As you bow your heads and close your eyes, I've asked you beginning last week, and I'll ask you again today, is to begin to, to think if you can write it down in your notes, if you have a pen and we've provided you the, the highlights today, you can jot these questions down or you can take out your phone or your tablet or whatever and write or type these in. First is this, what skills have you learned or been trained to do? Just write it down. If anything, just write one down. What's something that you you know that you've been trained in, that you're skilled to do. The next question is, ask God, how can that or those skills be used for his kingdom, to advance his kingdom, to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ? How? The third question is, 
Can you just ask God, God, can you give me, you can write this question down, can you give me a plan that will help implement this for your kingdom? Hello, this is Cedric Brown, your teacher on Commitment to Truth. I would like to personally thank you so much for tuning in week after week to listen here on this station. My prayer is that our time together is encouraging and strengthening you in your personal walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, I'm not going to assume that all of you know this Christ that I speak about week after week. And if you don't, and this is you, my prayer is that you are being inspired to know Him personally through commitment to truth. But if you want to invite this Christ into your life right now, would you like to please pray with me? It's just a short prayer. It goes like this. Just say, Jesus, I acknowledge today that I am a sinner and I've sinned against you. But I believe that you came to die for me. You were buried for me and you rose again from the grave just for me. Jesus, I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord and my risen Savior. And I surrender my life completely to you until I see you face to face. Jesus, would you, would you please empower me through your Holy Spirit to live the rest of my life for your glory and for the good of others? In your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. So if you pray this prayer, or if you need help finding a local Christ-centered and Bible-teaching church, please email me at info at commitmenttotruth.org. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. And lastly today, could you please do two things for me, all of you? Number one, could you spread the word about commitment to truth to your friends, your family, and even your enemies? We all could learn, right? And secondly, please email me at info at commitment to truth to let me know how this ministry is impacting your life. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. I would love to hear from you. May God bless you and your family and have a great day. Thank you again for listening to our series, I'm Skilled, from Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. King David gained many skills throughout his life, including his time before he was king. He learned to worship, he learned to rescue, he learned to be a warrior, and he even learned from failure. Just like David, we also learn many skills throughout our lives. God wants to use these skills to build up his kingdom and for his glory. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org and if you live in the Philadelphia Delaware or South Jersey area we would love to see you in person as well you can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South Lindenwald, New Jersey 08021 thank you again for listening and have a blessed and wonderful day